Fearless Creators Podcast, Episode 1. Welcome to the Fearless Creators Podcast. For online brave hearts who want to stand up from the crowd and stand up for their message. With content marketing strategies you can actually use. I'm your host Swapna Thomas and I will teach you how to market your message with fun and fearless content. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Fearless Creators podcast. I'm your host Swapna Thomas and I help you market your message with fun and fearless content. Today I'm so excited to have my first guest on the podcast, Katie Wyatt. Katie also happens to be one of my business besties. She and I met in a mastermind we had we had just started our businesses and we have a very similar take on the coaching industry, entrepreneurship and content strategy. Which is why we bonded very quickly and we also have a very quirky messaging relationship where we just message each other random thoughts in our head at any time without actually expecting any reply. But I'm also not just excited because you know Katie is a good friend of mine i'm really thrilled to talk to katie today because she's a speaker writer coach and trainer par excellence and she's also my mentor in podcasting so all the good stuff that i'm doing in this podcast that's thanks to katie and all the bad stuff that's completely on me now katie isn't just building a business she's building an empire and she is also helping others to do build theirs Uh, she has grown her authority, influence, and online presence rapidly using the podcasting platform. After launching her first successful podcast, Empire by Design, in two thousand fourteen, yes, she has more than one podcast. She has made a name in the podcasting world for herself. She is also the founder of her flagship course, Podwell, which is a course for entrepreneurs to learn and uh, learn and grow their profile and influence with a podcast. Uh, she also has a membership community for podcasters called Podcast Empire, which is focused on growing their audience, converting more clients, and creating a community. All good stuff. Today on the podcast, Katie and I are going to be talking about creativity versus consistency, because uh, trust me. I I've seen so many entrepreneurs, you know, come across the situation where they think they have to choose between one of them. It's either creativity or consistency for them, and that is what Katie and I are going to talk about in this episode. So you will hear us talking about why consistency is sexy in business, and also why creativity and consistency are not mutually exclusive, and. Finally, you will also hear us talking a little bit about uh, why being consistent with podcasting changed the game for Katie's business. So excited for all of this good content! So let's not wait anymore. Let's start talking to Katie. Welcome to the podcast, Katie. I am so excited to have you on my podcast show because I, you know, you are my first podcast that I ever guest podcasted on, and it feels like I have come full circle. And also because you are my podcasting mentor, because everything I have learned about podcasting has been through Podwell, which is your flagship course, 
and I have to say it's amazing. Um, you know, I'm just going to plug it in very shamelessly <laughs> because I think it's a, an awesome <laughs> program for anyone who wants to learn um, about podcasting. And I know you have been, um, you know, uh, gently and sometimes not so gently pushing me to do more, like, you know, have your own podcast. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad that I finally, you know, relented and uh, just got over all my fears and started this podcast. And I'm so happy that you are the first person that I'm interviewing. Oh, thank you, Swapna. It's so exciting to be your first guest. And to be a guest at all is exciting because I have waited for your podcast for so long. It's true. And I've nagged you a bit, but it is an absolute <laughs> honour. I know how many awesome things that you have planned for this podcast. So it's just the beginning and I'm very excited to be here to watch it unfold. Yes. And I'm so excited because, you know, it it, it just feels um, amazing to discover this method of content delivery. Um, and uh, it feels really, really natural to me. So I'm, I'm absolutely excited about uh, podcasting as well. Um, so Katie, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your family and your business, or maybe I should say empire. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love empire. Uh, look, I, myself, so I am an Australian girl who lives in Melbourne, but I'm from Perth originally. So really what does that say about me is I've moved around a lot um, <laughs> and I now kind of manage or balance a whole lot of different priorities in my life. So I'm the mum of three gorgeous boys. Mm. I have a day job that I absolutely adore working in social enterprise and my fun creative outlet is my business, which I've been running for two years now and that's, you know, we met at right at the beginning of that journey for yeah. both of us yeah. and yeah. I, yeah, work with, and look, I started my podcast two years ago and it was really the process of podcasting myself that I fell in love with the platform and saw firsthand what the platform could do for brands and businesses and for people who really want to get their message out. So that I kind of got obsessed and that's why my business has kind of moved in the direction of becoming a business that does help entrepreneurs who want to grow their brand. With them. So that's kind of where I'm at and at the beginning of 2017. Mm, that's brilliant. Um, and uh, like you said, you know, we, we started our businesses at pretty much the same time, maybe, you know, give or take three months. Uh, and we've had very similar mm -hmm. journeys. And um, we, we, we met as a part of a mastermind that we both had uh, taken. And uh, very quickly, we realized that, you know, even though we are very, very different, we had these similar feelings about certain things that just get us so fired up. And uh, one of the things that gets you really fired up is consistency. And um, you, you talk about consistency all the time. And uh, one of the things that, you know, one of the phrases that I have seen you use is that consistency is sexy. And now I've, I've heard about consistency in a lot of different ways, but sexy is not one of the terms that you normally <laughs> associate with it. So tell me, why do you so strongly feel that consistency is really sexy in business? I can't believe you've never heard people describe consistency <laughs> as sexy. Um, no, I know. It's not a word you would normally hear 
uh, said in the same sentence. But I guess I got really sick of it. I know this is something that you, uh, you know, get really fired up about too, but I got really sick of the whole people that are selling silver bullets in business. You Mm. know, it's like, is my six-figure secret formula, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was trying to kind of understand, I guess, in reflecting on my own business journey, what the real building blocks of success are. And one thing that has stood out for me in my own journey, but also in the journeys of other people, like all of those business people that we look up to. And it is about consistency. It's not actually about the fact that they were on Instagram or they were podcasting or they did this online course. It was actually that what they did, they were consistent at. And so that's kind of when I realized that for me, consistency is the only silver bullet in business. You don't have to buy it from anybody you can practice it and, you know, build that behaviour in yourself mm-hmm. and it works. But, you know, some people think that that's not sexy because they want, an, you know, an instant gratification outcome and you just don't get that in business and consistency is not about instant gratification. It's about tiny little steps mm-hmm. done over and over again that get you to a big outcome. Yeah. And I think it's also, you know, about the sh- short-term perspective versus the long-term game. Um, when when you actually have a long-term vision for your business, you are okay with being consistent and not just uh, having those flash-in-the-pan moments. Um, and you you're very right that anybody who is you know someone to look up to and somebody who has made a mark in their business has done it with consistent. Uh, steps right and uh, they might not always be um, brilliant but they they have been consistently uh, you know either creating content or putting out programs or being visible but it has been those tiny steps like you said Uh, so that brings me to a a very you know a big debate that keeps on coming up a lot of time uh, which is about creativity versus consistency. Now, you have worked with a lot of clients and uh, the, the same has happened with me. And, you know, when we tell them to be consistent with something, in my case, it is content creation. Um, one of the, you know, the the main reasons people give me that they can't be consistent is because they are creative entrepreneurs and creativity is something uh, and, you know, it is it is related to inspiration and insight and that just cannot be put into a box. So that's the reason they give that they cannot be consistent with their content creation. What do you think about that entire debate? Mm. Oh, look, I and I agree with you. I hear exactly the same thing. I hear that, you know, I like to create content or show up or do the things that I do or design my programs based on intuition yeah um you know it's almost it's that kind of spiritual connection to our internal intuition to our creativity like it's you know all of we're all talking about the same thing there and people tell me that it's it's anti-intuitive to be (laughs) consistent because you're forcing a structure I also hear a lot well, you know, it's it's just not possible. You, you know, you don't know how busy my life is. I've got kids. I've got X, Y, and Z. So that's another excuse I hear a lot. And and honestly, people are, are very upfront about just saying, I know I need to be consistent, but it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't do it. So I think there's, you know, I've heard every excuse, but I do agree with you that 
people find it and almost um, if they embrace consistency, they're embracing a side of them that is almost turning away the side of themselves that is most important to themselves. And yeah. I, I just don't think it's true. You know, you think about an artist or a painter, they don't, um, you know, if you gave a painter like the whole world to paint, they like they that would be overwhelming. But you give them a canvas and that's mm. got four sides. It restricts their focus and, you know, which I believe and I've got so many examples to show how this works is that like restricting yourself and giving yourself that those boundaries actually sparks your creativity. It doesn't stifle it. Yep, absolutely. Um, I actually happen to, uh, you know, see, um, and it's a very old article, actually, almost 10 years old article about uh, Yahoo versus Gmail, where Yahoo was touted as the consistent platform and, G, you know, Google was uh, touted as the creative uh, platform, which is which it was coming up with new products and new services every other day, it seemed. And uh, there, there was this whole debate about, you know, is consistency better in business or is creativity better? And now if we look at, um, you know, now 10 years later, we see Google almost ruling the entire world. Uh, but I think even though the man might not have started with consistency, along the way they have built consistency as a pattern into their business. And that is why, you know, they have, reach the pinnacle of uh, business success as they have today. Uh, mm. You have done, you know, podcasting consistently for almost two years now, right? Uh, what has consistency shown you in this journey? And how, how, how has it changed your game when it comes to podcasting? Oh, wow. Look, I think firstly, what it's shown me a lot of it is internal you know a lot of it is that if I said to myself two years ago that I would have released a podcast every fortnight I would have over 60 or almost 70 podcasts on my own podcast plus mm. you know another 30 on another podcast plus another 20 where I've been interviewed on podcasts that I would create all of that content consistently in two years I I just wouldn't have believed it like I'm I'm not someone that is naturally consistent I'm you know and, and this is another thing that people say is well you know it must come easy to some people I don't think it comes easily to anybody mm. but it became the one thing that I committed to myself that I would be consistent about and that's you know the other thing I would say for people who are thinking you know I need to be consistent and stuff is we often put the bar too high for ourselves and we say, well, I need to be consistent on every social media platform. I need yeah. to be consistent by showing up in 50 Facebook groups every single day and I need to be consistent at practising meditation three times a day. And, you know, we make it impossible to succeed. And so then when one thing doesn't go well, it all falls apart. Whereas I think what I did that was kind to myself was I just chose one thing that I said I'd be consistent at. I didn't say I'd be brilliant at it. Mm. I just said I'd be consistent at it and all the other things that came and go in that time came and went and I didn't judge myself based on those I only judged myself based on did I show up and deliver the podcast 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, also, you know, you you have not just been consistent, you have also been creatively consistent, right? Even though you have been pumping out uh, podcast episodes consistently, you have uh, innovated in all those episodes. So talk, tell us, how did you get to that sweet spot of consistency and being creatively consistent? Yeah, and, and that's the and that's exactly my point about by putting yourself into a structure where you're producing something consistently, you will become more creative. And that is definitely the case. That is what happened to me. Like if I hadn't been producing podcast after podcast after podcast, I wouldn't have had ideas for, you know, this podcast series or that podcast episode. I wouldn't have improved my craft Mm. to the point where I was then able to challenge myself with new ideas and new challenges. Um, So, you know, I also think that like that's the other thing is people want to be innovative, they want to be creative, they want to create all the time. You don't create if you're not already creating. Like creation begets creativity. And so, you know, you don't just sit down and write, an epic concerto in one day Mm. like it's built on you know years and years of daily practice and practice and more practice like it just it makes no sense if people think that they can just show up when internally they're everything's aligned and the temperature is right and the gods are singing and the (laughs) I don't know the incense is burning and now I can be creative like that's not how you be creative. That's not how inspiration will not come and find you when it's like that because inspiration's just swanning around at all sorts of times and you have to be there and ready. I feel like I'm turning into Elizabeth Gilbert from Big Magic now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's that's so true. Like, you know, Mercury is going to be in retrograde, but you still have to be uh, consistent, right? And I I think uh, one of the big things is for people to discover their own uh, style of consistency like what you mentioned about you starting off with a fortnightly podcast right because that was the frequency you could manage at that time and then uh, building it up to a weekly podcast so I think that's where a lot of people um, falter is they they want to do like you know even when they're blogging they want to start off with a blog every single day or maybe every two days and then very quickly they realize that that's just not possible for them. And instead of trying to find out their sweet spot, what they do is they completely shut it off because, you know, mm. it, it doesn't work for them. So what is what, what, what would be your top three tips for people who want to have uh, consistency in their business, but also uh, be, you know, have that creativity remain intact? Yeah, well, I think... Um, for my three tips, what I would say is it's and it very much links to what you've just said is actually you've got to find the structure that's going to work for you. So uh, podcasting won't work for everybody. Um, you know, or the way that I like you think about the process that somebody goes through to produce a podcast or produce a blog post, whatever it is, 
there's so many different ways of doing it. You can batch tasks. You mm. can do a whole process at one time. Like there's so many different ways. And I think the one beautiful, amazing thing about the fact that we have so much access to information at the moment is we hear a lot of people sharing their processes. So mm. people will describe their morning rituals, their evening rituals, their working rituals, like whatever you want to hear about. And so I would say if you're really unsure about how you can create a consistent habit in your business life, actually start looking around at what other people are sharing about the way they do it. And that's not to so that you can copy it. It's so that you can actually be going, well, that's one way and that way won't work for me. So I can push that to the side. But maybe I'll go and hear about a different way over here and that maybe that one is for me. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that's what I did with podcasting. A lot of the big podcasters talk about batching tasks in podcasting. So, you know, doing five interviews in one day and mm. editing them all one day and writing all the show notes on another day I can't do it that way it doesn't fit around my life it doesn't suit my sensibilities my energy and so I realized well that's a great way of doing it and it makes total sense to me but it's not going to work for me so the first is like find the structure find the way that um, you know you can build a structure for yourselves that will help your you be consistent, but um, it works for you. Like it appeals to the way you like to work. And then the second thing I would say is like make it fun. Mm. Like I didn't choose podcasting because I had some algorithm that said I will have more business benefits from podcasting than anything else. I chose podcasting because I was in love with the podcasting platform. I was consuming hours of podcasts a day and I kept thinking I reckon that would be fun. And, you know, it was so surprising to me because I've always been a writer, yet I couldn't blog. Like, it just didn't come naturally to me. And yet I had this inkling that I would love talking to people. And it shocked me because it's not not at all what I would have expected. But that was my fun. So I would also say, like, ask yourselves, like, when is the most fun that you have in your business? What are you doing? And why is it fun? So find the fun thing. And then the third thing... I think you've got to build consistency for yourself that gives you feedback and results because, you know, and that to me is what a podcast was, why it was so much better than a blog because I, with a podcast, I have a whole lot of external deadlines that I need to meet. So I have to hand a recording over to somebody for that podcast to go live because they have to edit it. Somebody else is making show notes. So I had these external accountability that was outside of me. And I am someone, you know, when you kind of think about the way you are and the way that, say, Gretchen Rubin talks about the different ways that we form habits, um, I am a person that responds well to external accountability and not necessarily internal. And so I needed feedback and results to be kind of fed to me from outside of myself. So uh, I would say whatever you can do to get instant feedback on what you're doing, and that might be by having external deadlines like I needed, then those things are the things that drive momentum and drive you to be accountable even when you don't feel like it. So that would be number three. Mm, that's brilliant advice. And I, I and I must tell you, you know, uh, it was through podcasting that I realized that even though my uh, favorite way of consuming content is reading, 
I love physical books. I love reading books more than anything else. Uh, my favorite method of delivering content is talking. And I think that is, again, something that uh, uh, audience, our viewers, our audience should uh, look into, you know, what's your method of creating content uh, that really resonates with you. It, it may not be always blogging, it may not be videos, it could be podcasting, or it could be something else, right? So giving a little bit, you know, I think it's about tuning into your creativity and then making it consistent, um, which would lead to that sweet spot. So, so that's all amazing advice, Katie. I love it. Uh, I think you're just a fountain of all things consistent. Uh, <laughs> I I want to just get you into a quick rapid fire round, um, ask you very quick five questions. And um, you have no idea what these questions are, but I'm pretty sure you'll, no nail, <laughs> you'll nail all of them. Uh, so tell me, the first question is, what's your favorite um, app or system that you use in your business? Oh, at the moment, I'm probably using mm, that's a juicy question because there's so many things I want to say. But you know what? <laughs> I'm going to say Asana because Asana has brought my podcasting process and workflow into a manageable, streamlined event that can be outsourced and taught to new people. So that's probably lighting up my life at the moment. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I love Asana too. I don't think I use it as uh, much as I should or as, um, you know, efficiently as I should. But I think um, that's one of the things that I want to do this year. Okay, so what's your um, one favorite business book and one favorite personal development book? Oh, okay. Uh, favorite business book? Actually, I'm going to Oh, I find it really hard to separate those two. Sorry, these are not very rapid fire because I'm actually <laughs> having to think about it. But I think that my favourite uh, business book from this last year particularly, and I know that you loved this one too, is The One Thing, mm. um, which is, really, you know, about it, it's the same sort of thing. It's a, just come coming at it through a different lens about picking one thing instead of trying to do everything and the, what I found was really beautiful about that book is that it doesn't simplify actually how difficult it is to find out what the one thing is that's going to have the biggest impact. But it is a total epic book that everyone should read. Yeah. And my personal development book, do you know what? It, it Actually, I mentioned her before, but it's probably Big Magic because it is such a foray into what we've been talking about, about the role of creativity and inspiration and how it shows up and why it shows up and how much we can't just take it for granted or think that it's a mystical thing, that we actually have to do the work to provide the space for inspiration to show up. Mm, and I love how that, you know, to, both of your choices are uh, uh, catering to creativity and consistency. <laughs> uh, I'm on fame. <laughs> you are so on point. Okay. Uh, now I know you also love uh, 90 day goal setting. Um, and I, I'm a recent convert to 90 day goal setting. So tell me what's your one big uh, 90 day goal that you're working towards right now? 
I am working towards a, a launch of my program, Podwell, which is an evergreen program. You can buy it at any time, but I'm doing a big focused launch to really build more audience, get back into the habit of creating some really great free content and hopefully filling my course with a whole lot of new entrepreneurs who are ready to take on the podcasting challenge. Mm, and we'll have the link to uh, the Podwell course in the show notes as well because like I said if you are going to podcast you better do it with Podwell <laughs> it's a no-brainer um, yeah. and because we are all about being fearless over here uh, so what's the biggest fear that you have overcome in your business oh goodness I think you know I don't think the fears that we overcome ever really go away mm. and you and I have a lot of off, off, um, off, not online, offline conversations about <laughs> about this stuff. But I think one thing that kind of I had a bit of an aha moment about recently was, you know, when you you sort of think you've dealt with a fear and then it comes back to bite you in the bottom, basically. But I need to, I have a bit of a thin skin like I don't have a thick enough skin in in business I think and I didn't realize it but I've realized that it holds me back from doing things so I guess the fear there is that fear of being judged the fear of being held out to be a fraud or you know for being laughed at for daring to stand up and state my superpowers so that's probably a fear that trips me up constantly but I think it's, you know, recognising it that helps me kind of get through it and having a support network around me, like people like you and we've got some really good friends in mm. this online business mm. world and they're the people that I go to and talk to when I feel that way and they're the ones that kick my butt and say, well, fine, but that's not true, so get out there and do it. <laughs> we all need those people. Absolutely. And uh, I recently heard um, of you know, an entrepreneur um, who I greatly admire, Jen Scalia, talk about on one of the podcasts, she was talking about that her business really changed, com you know, it completely shifted gears and uh, turned 360 degrees when she stopped taking everything personal. So I think developing that skill of not taking things personal is really, really important for any business owner, be it off online or offline, right? Um, that some things are just not personal, whether they are criticisms or they are praises, don't take them too much on heart. Um, yeah, and it, it's so true. And I think that we sometimes think that we're not taking something personally um, and it's showing up in other ways that we don't directly link back to that event. And that's what I catch myself doing, like, oh, why did I just not launch anything for six months? It was big, it all tied back to take, you know, just not having the thick skin to something that happened six months ago. But it took me six months to figure that out. So, you know, I think it is definitely a trait that you see in successful online and, and offline entrepreneurs and it's definitely something I'm working on. Mm. So finally, what would be your one uh, tip for women entrepreneurs around the world who are, you know, just on that edge of leaping forward and doing something great with their business? Oh, I think you just have to go done is better than perfect. And 
it is better to put something out there in the world and have it be imperfect and then refine it and evolve it in that public view because until you start to publish your message and and promote yourself and actually become more visible in what you're about you just that message won't evolve like nothing will shift nothing will change and you won't learn so done is better than perfect no more perfectionism ladies don't hold yourself you know don't hide yourself get it out there Mm, that's beautiful and and I think that's you know the perfect message to end this podcast with Mm -hmm. Uh, before we go Katie tell me uh, how can our listeners uh, know more about you uh, and if you have any free resources that you would like to share with them sure thank you thank you so much for having me so my website's katiewyatt.me and you know, all, all things lead from there. But what I would love to say is if people want to kind of, you know, get to know me and chat a bit more with me, come and join my Facebook group. I have a really cool Facebook group for Empire Builders, of which we both are members. And it's basically just a bit.ly forward slash start, grow, thrive. And that is where we hang out and we talk about business and we support each other to, you know, grow and do amazing things so that would be a great place to meet you all awesome and i'm i'm pretty sure that you know um the podwell is going to have an amazing launch um and uh, i'll i'll see you around in your facebook group as well as mine and uh, thank you for coming on the show katie it was a pleasure talking to you as always we have so many conversations on chat on Skype and so on but this was completely different but uh, I think it has been great what do you think yeah I've had a heap of fun thank you so much Swapna wasn't that amazing if you haven't been consistent in your business till now I bet after listening to this episode you're rearing to go and have those systems in place so that you can get more and more consistency in in your business. Now here are my five top takeaways from this episode with Katie. The first is forget about the shortcuts. Consistency is the only silver bullet in business. The second uh, takeaway that I personally have taken on board is that you need to choose to be consistent with one platform instead of trying to show up on a ton of different platforms. Third takeaway is putting yourself in a structure will allow you to be more creative. Creation begets creativity. I'm going to make that into a social media quote. And uh, the fourth is that you need to find your sweet spot between creativity and consistency. So you can do that by finding your own structure, making it fun, uh, creating some external deadlines for yourself by hiring, uh, you know, outsourcing some of the stuff in your business. And finally, done is always better than perfect. I think I need to tattoo that on myself. (laughs) Uh, So much good stuff here. And you'll find more about Katie in the show notes for this episode. And you can connect with her on her website, katiewire.me, or her Facebook community, which is called Podcasters Posse. Now, if you dig my vibe and you can't wait to get get more and more content marketing goodness and uh, amazing interviews with content marketers, then do subscribe to the Fearless Creators podcast on iTunes. 
and if you want my eternal gratitude and endless love then please leave a review for the show on iTunes thanks for listening to the show don't forget to visit swapnathomas.com for a free diy content strategy toolkit stay fearless